Welcome to the Lumberyard Legends. My name is Butch Heimsock. In this podcast, I will be highlighting short stories of the true Lumberyard Legends. Some funny, some not. But hey, I'm going to let you decide. Hello, listener. And as the intro stole all of my thunder, this is the Lumberyard Legends podcast, and I am Butch Heimsoth. This episode is such a special treat, Woo. and jocularity will definitely ensue, so sit tight. So without any further ado, or doo-doo, whichever you prefer, let's smash this story. It's a hint of things to come. Well, all jobs have inherent dangers, and lumberyards are no different, but today's dive into the deep end of the lumber pool so to speak, highlights one of the most unexpected hazards, let's put it, that no one ever saw coming. In fact, in all my years of stacking, loading, and selling lumber, I have never heard of anything this outlandish, nay, unbelievable. It was a frigid day in the middle of November, somewhere in the mid-90s. You know, we've already gone through a couple of snow, thaw, snow cycles by this time of year, which leaves ice and solid piles of snow everywhere. One unique issue causes added frustration is that it freezes everything together. Whether that be the straps rolled up on the truck bed winches, chains for pulling out stuck forklifts, or the stacks of lumber stored outside. The latter is our main character of our story today. Before the invention of and popularity of composite decking, redwood was king for decades, especially in our market. It's a rich warm it gives it a rich warm feel and the inherent properties against rot and decay made it the best choice to build decks. At the time of our story, we stocked massive amounts of redwood in every dimension and every length. From the 2x2 balusters for the handrail up to the 2x12 joist material 20 foot long, we had pretty much everything you would ever need to build a complete redwood deck. I would even be so bold to state that there are some of those decks still around today. But on that frozen day, one particular stack of 2x12 redwood hadn't made it to the customer. This is where Kenny comes in. A larger-than-life driver and yard hand I looked up to, literally and figuratively. Point of reference, at this time I was a young punk kid, all of 135 pounds, and Kenny was probably pushing 275 and about, I don't know, foot-plus taller than I was. But that wasn't the only reason I looked up to him. Kenny worked hard and got the job done many times throwing caution to the wind of his own body. Hint. On that day, we were doing what every lumber guy does in the winter, chip ice and shovel snow until the next customer rolls in or the next delivery gets called out. Luckily, we had just that, a small delivery of redwood, which, looking back, was a very odd delivery for that time of year. Anywho, Kenny had the loading ticket with the quantities and lengths of the stuff we would need. And being that all of the stacks of redwood were frozen solid, we split up to divide and conquer. Me, being the young punk kid, was on on foot helping break apart the boards to put all of them with the growing stack of redwood on the forklift that Kenny was driving. Any good load builder will tell you that the load should be stacked, placing the first items that the contractor will need on the top of the load. When it comes to redwood deck, That would mean that the 2x6 decking would be on the very bottom, and the joist material to hold up the deck would be next, leaving the posts on the very top. Well, we had all the 2x6 decking pulled, and we were in the process of getting the joists next, including the dreaded 2x12 20-foot long boards. K 
Kenny also had a habit of being slightly impatient and the frozen boards were not helping. Every stack had to be beaten with a hammer or a runner, which is technically just a two by four chunk that you would use to put underneath the loads of lumber, but they were great as a makeshift sledgehammer. Well, maybe it was the cold or the fact that lunch was coming up that Kenny started bypassing the breaking a part of the boards with a hammer or the runners. At this point, Kenny was standing directly on the end of the stack of 2x12s, and instead of smacking the boards, he was lifting three or four of the 2x12s up and dropping them to break nature's awesome glue called ice. Redwood by itself without the ice was relatively light compared to this, all the other types of lumber and species of lumber that we stocked. But on this day, they were not. Imagine this. What does wood do? It absorbs water. Water weighs more. So, Kenny, being the beast that he was, grabbed the top board of the frozen stack of the four 2x12s, started shaking them up and down to break the bond. Well, he did. He did break that bond, and slam! The bottom three boards slapped down on the stack below. In the process, Kenny's manhood was caught in the crossfire. Yeah, you heard it right. Kenny had successfully smashed his male member under three 2x12s 20 foot long. I can now relate to people when they talk about hearing the screams of agony from people in pain. Watching that 275 pound man crumple on the ground will be something I will never forget. Fast forward a couple of weeks later, crew was waiting to the go-ahead from salespeople in the store that we were done for the day. And as any good, caring, compassionate co-workers, we were all making a lot of fun and poking at Kenny on his situation. Like I've said before, fellow team members' pain and embarrassment, their direct level of pain is correlated to the level of ribbing that you will get. So Kenny took it all in stride, added to the ribbing by adding that his wife cried harder than he did when he showed her the uh, um, damage a few days later. That self-deprecating attitude Kenny displayed at the time wasn't just a way of to diffuse the ribbing. It was how Kenny carried himself daily. Don't get me wrong. He was not a saint when it came to picking on the new guy or one young punk kid, but it was never done to hurt anyone, but rather to have fun. So I guess my huge takeaway today of this episode could be uh, summed up in one simple statement. When things in life seem to be stuck together and you're struggling to get them apart, Make sure the things that you value aren't in a spot where they could get smashed. And that's my story of Kenny and the 2x12 Redwood. I hope you enjoyed it. And just like any other times, I am going to ask you, pay the fee. And my fee is just like anybody else's fee that does not monetize their podcast. Just share the show. If you found it funny, if you'd like somebody else to listen to it so they can make fun of me, please share the show. That's all I ask. And uh, until next time, I will see you later. And keep things from getting smashed.